Hello, everybody. I'm Max. And I'm Sydney, and welcome to the Murder Marauders, where we bring you informational true crime content with our own little comedic flair. Um, Today, we will be discussing the life of Jeffrey Dahmer. We will go through what broke him, his murders, and how he was how he was caught, and how he eventually died. Many of the murders don't have specific dates because the remains were not found until long after or were not found at all. Here is part one of the story. Jeffrey Lionel Dahmer was born May 21st, 1960, to mother Joyce Dahmer and father Lionel Dahmer. Um, He had a fairly normal life until his double hernia surgery at the age of four in 1964. His parents say that he seemed to have an abnormal flattening of mood, which seemed to become a permanent state of being from there on out. He became darker and began to break windows and play with animal bones. He created a roadkill cemetery where he placed a dead dog's head on a stake in his teen years. The development of his parents' divorce also played a role in his downward spiral. At the age of 18, after graduating high school, Dahmer committed his first murder in June of 1978. Dahmer lured 19-year-old Stephen Hicks to his parents' house in Bath Township to get him drunk. Later, Dahmer hit Hicks over the head with a dumbbell and strangled him to death. He then cut up Hicks's corpse with a carving knife and crushed up the bones with a sledgehammer, sprinkling them around his parents' yard. Then Dahmer put the flesh into plastic bags and stored them in the crawl space underneath the house. Three years later in 1981, police and forensic scientists found Hicks's remains on the lot. He said, let me save him for later. Actually, Just this is bag him up. He hadn't actually started eating his victims yet. He just didn't know what to do with them. So he just put them in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. Like the things I put my sandwiches in. Yes. That's crazy. Okay. Um. Well, Dahmer developed a drinking problem that began to take over his life. He dropped out of Ohio State University after the first quarter of classes, which I really want to do. Because <laughs> high school. Anyways, um, this pushed his dad to join to force him to join the army in December of 1978. While in the army, he raped but didn't kill two of his comrades, Preston Davis and Billy Capshaw. He got an honorable discharge from the army in 1981. Um, he was discharged because of his alcohol abuse, but it was honorable because his supervisor superiors believed that the bad things that he had done there would not affect normal life. Which was honestly bad judgment on their part. Mm-hmm. I don't know they how. Should, I don't think they listened to like yeah. Preston or Billy and that's sad. Yeah. Um, in 1985, Jeffrey Dahmer became a mixer at the Milwaukee Ambrosia Chocolate Factory. Oh, so he's Willy Wonka. Yeah. He said, let me just snatch these children and keep them in my chocolate factory yeah because his like age range was around 14 to like 32 this man 
He came to real life Willy Wonka. <laughs> Ew. So two years later, in September of 1987, Dahmer took 24-year-old Stephen Tuomi to the Ambassador Hotel and got him drunk. Dahmer crushed Tuomi's chest and tried to pull out his heart. He became very panicked after uh, he killed Tuomi and hastily went to the store where he bought a large trunk, which he placed Tuomi's dismembered body in. Then he took the trunk home to his grandmother's basement and kept cutting up the, bo- the body to put into plastic bags that were thrown in the trash. None of Tuomi's remains were ever found. Like, so th- he just like told them what he did. Yeah, this is like that's crazy. We got all this information from his uh, his trial where he tried to remember all the things that he had done. I can't like imagine like him remembering this. Like I I if Oh my god. I mean his trial was in uh 91. So it wasn't that far off. And that's like another kill in like at his grandmother's house. Like that's the second one. Um in January of the next year, Dahmer lured 14-year-old Jamie Dockstader um, back to his grandmother's house, another grandma house kill, um, in West Alice. Alice? Alice? I think West Alice. Um, with the offer of money, Dahmer had apparently had sex with the child before killing him. He drugged Doc Stater and then strangled him. Uh, he finally killed him by removing... Doc Stater's flesh from his bones with acid and then crushing his bones with a sledgehammer. Dahmer got rid of Doc Stater's remains the same way as he did Tuomi, cutting up the body and placing it into bags to be thrown out. Yeah. That's just so sad. Yeah, it's very gross, all of the things that he's done. Yeah. So in March of 1988... Dahmer brought another victim back to home to his grandmother's house. He met 23-year-old Richard Guerrero um, as Guerrero was on his way to meet up with his friends. Uh, Guerrero had agreed to pose nude for photos to earn some extra money because he only had $3 on him. The two had oral sex. Afterwards, Dahmer put sleeping pills into Guerrero's drink and strangled him to death. Dahmer dismembered the body and put the remains into the garbage to dispose of them. He didn't use plastic bags this time. Yeah. Um, but, like, also, like, he keeps killing them in his grandmother's home. Yeah. Like, that just, like, that just seems crazy. Like, was his grandmother there? Like, where was she? Like, for all of this? I think maybe she was really old or had dementia or something or she was just like never there yeah but like if i were like like why would you do that with your grandmother like in the home or like that's her house um he attempted to kill a 13 year old boy by the name of kison kison synthesis my phone 
than this mouthphone. This is a very hard it's, name to pronounce. It's really hard. He's um, a little, I, think, I believe he was, uh, oh, it says, it says he was uh, Cantonese or okay. Vietnamese or something. Um, but the kid got away, which is really good. I'm happy for him. Um, but he would not get away for long, right? No, he would. He would get away. Uh, <laughs> this was reported to the police, and Dahmer was arrested, but was let out to go to his job in between this time and his sentencing. He killed another person. Um, a year later, in the in March of 1989, Jeffrey Dahmer killed one last victim at his grandmother's house. Um, he took a 26-year-old Anthony Sears home along with a few other friends from a gay bar called La Cage. La Cage. La Cage. Um, I believe they wrote like a musical about La Cage. La Cage? Yeah. We should look it up. Um, after the others left, Dahmer and Sears had sex and then Dahmer drugged and strangled him. He dismembered Sears, boiling his head and keeping the skull, which he painted gray and mummified and mummified his penis as souvenirs. He got rid of the rest of the body the same way he did with Guerrero, um, by just throwing it away in the trash. I That's so, like, humility, humiliating. Yeah. Like, he was, like, mum, he mummified the dude's penis and, like, boiled the head to keep the skull as a souvenir, like a trophy. It's just, like... So, like, like after you already kill someone, like, you're just humiliating them and then throwing them away just yeah. in the trash. Like, they're nothing. Yeah. And with the, the kid um, that got away, um, before the kid got away, he was drugged, um, abused, and, like, sexually assaulted by Dahmer. This I just... just has... a. Jeffrey Dahmer has a lot of problems. He does. He should not have been Willy Wonka. No. I mean, Willy Wonka's got problems. Yeah, Willy Wonka does have problems. So, I mean, I guess. Okay. So, in 1990, Dahmer moved into Unit 213 of the Oxford Apartments on North 25th Street, where the rest of his murders would play out. In May of the same year, Dahmer murdered Raymond Smith, a... 32-year-old male prostitute. He acted as a client to draw Smith back to his apartment where he gave Smith a drink uh, laced with sleeping pills and strangled him to death. After the victim was dead, Dahmer had oral sex with the body and took pictures of these acts. This is the, so far, this is the first time he like, it's necrophilia has yeah. come into play. Um, he then dismembered the body, uh, dissolving the flesh and bones in acid, but saving the skull and painting it gray again, like before, and placing it around the house as an ornament. Like, I feel like that's where he goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Because if he wouldn't have, like, kept the skulls or something and just would have gotten rid of it or something... I feel like he would have been doing this for way longer yeah. than what originally, because that's what police like 
said was that got him caught like they saw mm-hmm. the skulls and stuff so yeah, i mean they saw all the stuff and, and the, the pictures meat. yeah the pictures yeah. and the meat and it's just like if he didn't save that like we could probably be dealing with him today yeah which it which i'm kind of like glad about that he did so that he would have been caught yeah because like, this is horrible today he would be about 61 yeah 60 or 61 because he's 10 years older than my mother yeah that's just crazy yeah um and then in june of this year jeffrey dahmer brought 27 year old eddie smith back home to kill he drugged and strangled smith as most as with most of his victims but what he did with them after is a little new he tried to get all of the moisture out of the bones by freezing them, but when that didn't work, he put them in acid like usual. He tie- he tried to dry out the skull by putting it in the oven, but it exploded, which made him very unhappy because he had now had nothing to keep from this murder. He like, likes to keep the mementos. Like- yeah, and this is like this is him saying this stuff because there's nothing to keep from it. Mm-hmm. So there's no way, like, the police could have known about this. Yeah. But he was, like, telling them. Because maybe he wanted to come clean about it. I don't know. Um, his next victim was 22-year-old Ernest Miller, killed on September 3rd, 1990. Miller was lured into the apartment with the prospect of earning $50 to pose nude for photos. This time, Jeffrey Dahmer didn't give him enough sleeping pills and did not believe that he could strangle and overpower Miller. So he sliced Miller's head clean off and Miller bled out in minutes. Dahmer cut the body up and put pieces into the freezer to later consume. This is the first um, mention of uh, cannibalism too. Yeah. As usual, he kept the skull, painted it, and put it out as a display. Okay. His last murder was in 1990. No, it ha- his last murder. Oh, his last murder in 1990 happened on September 24th. Um, he killed 23-year-old David Thomas, but this time it was different. Um, Dahmer had put sleeping pills into Thomas's drink and then realized he was not attracted to the man and decided to kill him so as not to get caught. Um, He dismembered and disposed of the body as usual, making sure to not keep any of the remains. So he only, like, kept the people that he liked. Like, he just, like, was like, I'm attracted to you, so I'm going to keep your body parts and eat them and do whatever I want with them. And keep them as souvenirs. Exactly. Um, And so he basically, he had like a regular plan with most of his things as like he would drug, strangle, and strangling like the... It's very, it's a very intimate way of killing someone. Yeah. Like you have to be there to like do it. Yeah. You can't, like, dissociate from it. He he really wanted to be close to them, I guess. Oh, it's so gross. Very scary. Um, yeah. This concludes part one of our overview of the life of Jeffrey Dahmer. In part two, we will talk about 
the eight murders in 1991, uh, from 1991, and his arrest and death. As always, thank you for listening and always seek to learn more. This was Sydney and Max with the Murder Marauders, and we look forward to seeing you next week when we continue our story on the Milwaukee Cannibal.